Hey everyone, Don Mega here from Am I On The Air. I just want to let you know that the following podcast you're about to listen to is our Am I Still On The Air Venom Let There Be Carnage spoiler review. Now this was actually broadcast live on YouTube on Wednesday, October 6th, 2021. We broadcasted live, me, my boy Friggins, my boy Peeps, and uh, we did this big full spoiler breakdown of Venom. But I always want to make sure that everybody can listen to it on the podcast feed as well So the following is the audio version But I just want to let you know In case you would like to watch the video version of this It is available on our YouTube page Go to youtube.com slash air, And you'll see it right there It's also under our playlist for Am I Still on the Air Along with the other video reviews that we have done So sit back and relax and enjoy The Venom Let There Be Carnage Spoiler review. Hi, you're listening to Am I Still on the Air? And now here's your host, Don Mega. Hey, hey, what is going down, everybody? Welcome to a very special Am I Still on the Air? That's right, it is that time once again for some spoiler talk. And tonight, it's about that Venom. Venom, let there be carnage. Venom 2, the sequel is here. Finally, finally. It's been a long delay, guys, thanks to COVID. This movie should have been out last year. It was on my most anticipated list of last year, and then it got pushed back, and then it got pushed back again, and then it got pushed back again, and then they bumped it up a couple weeks, and then here we are. So very happy to be able to talk about this film the way that we want to talk about, which is full spoilers once again. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So my name is Don Mega, everybody. I am your host, and I welcome you to the show and as always when we do the am i still in the airs we like to have some special guests and if you watch these before you know who they are so coming in here first i got my boy peeps what is going down hey and 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 dx that's copyright so you you opened with the hey hey, so hey. be careful with that hey but, uh, what's up planet earth this is peeps I am very sorry about the side of peeps that you're going to see tonight but dx <laughs> as always my dude thank you for having me Yes, yes, thank you for being here And ladies and gentlemen, coming back to the spoiler review It's our boy, Friggins, what's cracking? Hey guys, what's up man, I just came back from like a seven and a half hour drive from California Just so I could be here today to talk to you about Venom I wish I had a lot more to say about it though, but we'll get to it <laughs> mm, I don't know, we're gonna have to Fuck this guy <laughs> when uh, he starts spitting this bullshit. But, uh, you know, hey, hey, now, Fred, we're, we're happy to have you here. You know, we waited to do this spoiler review just for Friggins. We were ready to roll over the weekend, but Friggins had some other stuff to do. He was a real busy man. And he said, I'll be back on Wednesday. And we said, fine, Wednesday, we're going to be here and we're going to get this thing going because I am ready to break this thing down. I am ready to talk about this, the number one movie in the world. And I had a blast with it. And I feel like we're going to have some really cool uh, discussions here because I feel like this trifecta here might be a little offset. So, you know, we all came here the last time for Shang-Chi and everybody was like, yeah, Shang-Chi's the greatest. And it was all kumbaya and we all had a great time. But Venom, 
a little bit more divisive, I would say. So, you know, I think we, I know I loved it. I think Friggins hated it. And then I think Peeps, you might be in the middle somewhere. I'm anxious because he's been very tight-lipped. He's been like, I don't really want to say too much. I want to save it for the show. So I know he's got some views and opinions. So I'm anxious to get into it and break this thing down once again. So um, once again, and your last warning, spoilers so if you haven't seen this movie yet and you don't want to be spoiled this is not the discussion for you go watch the movie and then come back and see what you thought see what side of the fence you fall on okay that's your last warning on spoilers so uh as we typically do we always like to start with our overall thoughts so just kind of spoiling this (laughs) (laughs) we went you know to the theater we got out of the theater I know we've had several days to dissect this thing since then, so let's not think about where we sit today, but coming right out the theater, where are our heads at? So uh, I've seen the movie twice already. Uh, I saw it on the preview night in IMAX, and it was glorious as always. Absolutely loved it. And then went again over the weekend, saw it a second time, still loved it. And uh, yeah, it had a really great blast with this movie and been thinking about it a lot over the last couple of days, just the real cool moments that were playing in my head and stuff like that. So coming out of it, man, I was super, super pleased. Got a couple little nitpicks that we'll get into later, but super, super pleased on my overall thoughts just coming out the theater. So peeps, I need to hear it. What's the overall thought here? So um, peeps coming out of the theater, there, there was a moment that I'm sure we're going to be getting really into a little bit later um, that had peeps super excited. Um, <laughs> And it's, it, it's kind of hard to gauge because that moment had me on cloud nine, right? It had me so excited that I kind of forgot everything else that I had seen before, whether if I liked it or if I, I didn't like it. Um, but coming out of it, the one moment that, I, that I'm referring to just had me super excited. So I was super stoked. And I was just thinking like, oh, my gosh, where are we going? Are we going here? Are we going there? What does this mean? Our You're DX... obviously talking about the post-credits, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> DX, could you believe what just happened? You know, so super excited. But, um, it, but I guess after that kind of sunk in just a little bit after the theater, it, I, I things started hitting me like, well, why did this happen? If none of this matters why did any of this actually happen and i i must say like honestly i I was a bit disappointed i was a bit disappointed um Mm. with my my you know overall i wasn't in a that sounds more of after you marinated a little bit come on well well, right out the theater sure sure how were you feeling i mean yo i was like oh this i was excited so right out the theater i was super excited um but mainly but because of the post-credit scene. Mainly because of the post-credit scene. <laughs> yeah. Yes. See, that's the rough part about this here that I'm finding because I'm seeing a lot of people be like, "This movie's the movie it is because of the post-credit scene," and and just yeah. kind of like that's the highlight of the film for them. And yes, it's super awesome, and we will get into that scene. But um, uh, it just it just sucks that that that's the only lasting impression you had kind of coming out of it. <laughs> it was. It Woo. was. It was. It just kind of snowballed from there. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Overall thoughts, Friggins coming out of it. Finally got to the theater. He saw it. He was stoked. And then he was like, wah, wah. 
Hey, don't be putting words in my mouth. First off, I got to start off with saying I wasn't super stoked to actually see it from the get-go. True, because you didn't care for the first one very much. Not at all. I thought the the first one was kind of a facepalm for me, um, and I was going to see the second because I've always wanted to see Carnage on the big screen, so that was really exciting for me. But coming out the movie, all I could think of is, you know, I'm going to completely separate uh, post-credit scene situation from movies. So this is just movie. All I could think about was how many times in the theater that I found myself like this. Mm-hmm. And peeps, you could attest. Like, I, I was just like it's, so many times just over. At one point, I look over to my cousin, and he's over there in this far corner pointing at me. And he, I, he's not using his words, but I could read his, his lips. And he's saying, I blame you for this. <laughs> I mean, literally, right out the gate, the opening credits, all I'm hearing is the music. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, right out the gate. It was a, oh, no. And what? just almost immediately to this. And I stayed there almost the entire movie. I have to say. He did. There were a few moments of laughter that did bring me a little joy. So when we walked out of the theater, we're talking. His heart is black. His heart is black. It is pretty black. Uh, You know, we talked about some of those those funny moments. So I had a little bit of joy. It wasn't complete hatred. Like I didn't want to walk out the movie, but I did not like this movie at all. And that was my overall thoughts straight out of the gate, without like thinking it through. um, Was just. That, wow. that's, oh, for those that are listening and not doing the the, yeah. the uh, yeah, audio right now. <laughs> or just audio, I'm, I'm doing a face palm with my <laughs> head tilted down in complete sorrow, just shaking my head left to right. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was full disappointment. <laughs> wow. So, man, I might be alone on this island. I th- I thought I we were so. going to be kind of high, medium, low, but uh, peeps are scaring me over here uh, after he's sorry. marinated. So, I am sorry. you know um, what I will add. Is I had a little bit of a, um, what not osmosis, but like you know, like Peeps kind of had, you know, with your you're talking. Well, Don, you're talking on the message, and you're like, "This was so awesome," and Peeps is like laughing about all the the moments in this and having like a good time while watching it. And I was just kind of like, maybe I liked it a little bit more, but <laughs> nah, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I'm shocked. Color me shocked. <laughs> it makes me want to say fuck these guys <laughs> but uh you know but uh it's yeah wow way, okay well you know very very interesting here um so i will be alone on my venom island um i guess um now if i'm remembering correctly um you like the first one right peeps or are you kind of torn I, on that one too i know so the first one i appreciate what they gave us given that they did not have spider-man rights so, okay. um, but yeah, so no, I mean, I, yeah, I thought overall, I think, I think it was fine. I'm not going to say it was you know, good. It's right. not going to make any of my top lists or anything, but I went to see a Venom movie and I was happy with the Venom scenes that I got. Um, yes, I had a lot of issues with other things and villains and, you know, you can, if you'd like to hear all that stuff, you can check out the uh, episode on the People's Farm where DX and I talked yeah. all about episode, uh, you know, the first Venom movie. But I mean, I would say at the end of the day, overall, like, I enjoyed Venom, and I would say, hey, you should probably yeah. check this movie out to another Well, the reason I just ask is because I feel like this is definitely one of those movies that leans more on the, if you didn't like the first one, you're probably not going to like the second one. 
And if you did really like the first one, I think you'll really like the second one. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, it's a lot of the similar vibes, right? Like, I feel like if you really dug Venom's persona in the first movie and you liked the bickerness between Eddie and Venom and that kind of dynamic that they had, that carries over and is amped up in the second one. And it makes you you know, appreciate it if that's what you dug in the first movie. I, I'm finding that most people that don't like the sequel didn't like the first one. So that's why I knew that with, with Fred, that that was kind of where he was going to probably fall because yeah. there's not many people that seem to hate the first one and are like, ooh, the second one was great, you know, because it is just a lot kind of more of what the first one gave just kind of turned up a little bit. So it is kind of an interesting one. It's not definitely a, a sequel that I feel breaks down any barrier to be like wow if you didn't like the first one i guarantee you're really gonna like the second one um i feel like it's kind of just more of the same so um so that's what's interesting to kind of gauge so you know typically we like to always start right off with the what we didn't like <laughs> and um i feel like this will be the majority of the discussion now um since uh two people don't really care for it very much um but um <laughs> So, yeah, so uh, I will then start with what didn't we like because I will probably have the least to say <laughs> in, this, uh, in this era. Um, so um, my takeaway is that I did not really care for for this movie. Number one, I'm going to start with Shriek. Um, I did not like Shriek. I thought Shriek was irrelevant to really the overall story and could have been taken out and we still would have had the exact same movie. Um, you know, I didn't see the reason to force another character in here, especially a character that had powers that really is never explained, right? It, we're not in a universe that people are mutants or have abilities and somehow she can, you know, and just, and okay, we're just supposed to accept it, right? She has powers, let's send her to Ravencroft. Um, with other people that have powers. Supposedly, yeah, right. but we didn't see nothing, you know, again, <laughs> like we didn't see nothing. So to me... And I like Naomi Harris. So let me state this. Like, I like the actress, right? I didn't even know that was Naomi Harris until about a week before the movie came out. Like, because yeah. in the trailer, they don't advertise her and you only see quick shots. And That's I was like, I was like yeah, I'm like, who the, hell, who the hell is this chick? Like, I thought it was just some random actress. And then I'm like, holy shit, they got Naomi Harris to do this <laughs> right. and they waste her. Um, I just don't, I don't feel like she gave anything. And I thought her performance was kind of whack, to be honest. Like, I didn't like the whole, like, hey, I got you. Like, it just, like, I didn't, like, she kind of hammed it up, like, in that old school comic book movie style that we, I thought we removed the past of. This whole movie. Uh, I'm yes, sorry. Yes, uh, you know, with their little, you know, eye for an eye, copper. Like, you know, like, it just, uh. So I just, did, I didn't like it. And I didn't feel Cletus needed that. You know, Cletus Cassidy, this serial killer, this guy that's batshit crazy, becomes carnage. Do we really need this Bonnie and Clyde, like natural born killers kind of side mission of like, I need to get my girlfriend back. Like <laughs> is the first thing I'm going to do when I break out of prison is get my girl that I haven't seen since I was 18 years old, you know? And so that was just, to me, it was stupid and did not need to be there. So Shriek was a big part for it. And then honestly, the only other two things that I would say, and this is kind of where it gets into the nitpick part is I wish it was a little bit longer. Like it was only 90 minutes long, which works in its own right to just, I mean, it is a very quick paced movie. It kind of starts, it goes and it ends, um, which I think maybe works in its benefit to kind of see it multiple times and kind of have fun with it. But to me, it needed a little bit more time. And then in that extra time, give me a little bit more action. Um, 
we only really had the one fight with Venom and Carnage, which was the end of the movie, one climatic battle, right? Oh shit, it's a red one. Like, <laughs> and we got it right at the end, and that was the only battle of the whole movie. To me, this movie built on let there be carnage. We should have had at least three interactions between these two guys throughout the movie, right? Like Venom meets him first, he gets his ass kicked, right? <laughs> and then oh, yeah. and then we gotta we gotta figure out a way to beat him, right? We're gonna die. Um, you know, and, and then it's like and then we have another quick fight and then something else happens and then we have the big showdown at the cathedral at the end. But we only had the one fight and that was that. And I felt like we needed more carnage versus venom in this movie. And I feel like that took away from it not having at least one more fight. I would have given two more, and they didn't have to be long, but the movie could have been another 15, 20 minutes, still kept it under two hours, and really nailed that pace and gave us a little bit more action because there's not a ton of action in this movie. Um, there there are great moments, but then there's a lot of downtime um, yeah. where, where the humor comes into play, and I do appreciate that because I, I love the humor balance with it, but I really wanted to see more Venom you know, fighting crime and kicking ass and, you know, but no, he's sidelined the whole movie of like, don't eat nobody and just eat chickens and, you know, yeah. and that's that. And you're not allowed to do anything. And then we separate for a little bit and then we come back for the ultimate battle at the end. Um, so that's pretty much what I got guys is just shriek. Didn't care for it. Could have took her out. Uh, the runtime could have been a little bit longer. And in that extra runtime, give me more action and a couple more fights with Carnage and Venom. So those are my big what we didn't like takeaways um, on that. So um, Friggins, I'll pass it to you, man. What what were the standouts for you of like the big moments you were like, eh, <laughs> didn't like? How, how long did you say the movie was? 90 minutes? Is about that 90 right? 90 minutes. Yep. It's okay. an hour and a half. I think it was about 75 minutes could have been cut and I would have been ha happy. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. In, in all honesty, like, you know, I love talking about the movies and I, I, I try really hard to kind of like, especially if it's a movie that I don't really like, there's usually a lot of things that I can pinpoint and say, okay, I did like this part. I did like this part. This is what kept me watching the film. And this is one that I struggled with big time um, because I found I, I personally don't like the whole cheesy comic booky kind of thing, and that does hit for some people. Some people enjoy those that older style vibe and you know more fun, less mm -hmm. serious those kinds of things. I love like, you to notice the movie. <laughs> Everybody <Yeah>. freeze. <laughs> Um, but yes, and, and we have a Joel Schumacher type of film here in Venom 2, and, and this this like over focus on the campiness was the first thing that drove me nuts. Um, I, I wanted look, I'm gonna say it. You guys know I'm gonna say this for every movie, but this movie I think is different. It should have been <laughs> rated R. Yes, peeps, you know me. We've talked about movies before. Um I absolutely think that this movie would have done a million times better had they pulled the trigger with going with the rated R version. You can have rated R characters interact in a non-rated R movie later on or whatever if you wanted to do some kind of crazy thing later, but like this needed to be rated R. And I'm not even saying like I didn't need all kinds of gore, but by making it rated R, they allow those things that you talked about, Don, about having your villain, anti-villain, you know, kill people. Like I think that that was one of the things is they're trying to keep him from killing folks you know and venom that's what venom does he's an anti-hero he's a punisher he kills the bad guys you gotta let him do that so that was another aspect of it and look i'm also gonna he break did. it down. he killed a lot of people in this 
I, I'm pretty sure he killed one person in that movie. <laughs> uh, well, killed a lot of chickens. Okay, he, <laughs> when he was bouncing around from, but you're right, PC. There was a few, but awesome. you know, he needed to be eating bad guys along the way as well. You but, say Ida, I say Ida. <laughs> he needed the brains. Ida, um, Ida. <laughs> now. Look, I'm also going to pinpoint on like the whole like construction of the film and the film, uh, the cinematography and all of that from from the score to the shooting of uh, of the shots to the the landscapes to the lighting to the to the story. The cuts. directed by Andy Serkis, by the way. I Come love on. Andy Serkis. He's amazing. <laughs> I want to see him do so many things, but I don't want whoever got involved to mess this thing up because. I'm telling you, you could feel the missed moments. I, I don't want this movie to be longer, but it needed to be longer to make better sense. There were so many cutscenes, so many small details that were driving me nuts, and some of the stupidest things that like shouldn't even matter, but it was so overlooked that like just real quick example, when um uh when Carnage goes and breaks out Shriek, like I'll, first you see him sw swing by behind the lady then he's in the room magically and then his tentacle goes through and chokes her but then there's another shot later and you don't see any vents any pipes any windows above where his tentacle could even have gone to to loop around to 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 choke out that lady well, so, i just assumed it was in the crack of the door that door was like mega <laughs> no way so nonetheless i digress there's just so many different like you know they, they pay people to look for there's there's a, i can't think of the name of it at this moment but there's a position that is uh employed in filmmaking where they go through and they check the timelines they should make sure okay in this scene he had the the cup in his right hand but then over here's the left hand so we try and correct those kinds of issues and i just feel like they needed that and you can tell that there was a lot of forced cuts to l eliminate some of the fluidity of the film. So, um, you know, it, I can go on, but then Peeps isn't going to have anything to talk about. But, you know, if you, if I look at it that way, I say, you know, the, the, the structure of cinematography was a huge misstep right off the bat. And then everything else. <laughs> and you talked. Okay, Peeps, I'm sorry. You just hold on. Hold on. No, speak just... your mind, man. That's what the section's about. Don't feel this rushed. This is your time. This is and your if, time. If you if do not say you what like... you wanted to say, you're going to regret it later. I'm, I'm so going to regret it. I might even jump in when you're talking. When you say something, I'm going to be like, Feel free. You I both forgot. can do that because, yeah. <laughs> but, yes, uh, so you talked about the, the last fight and the last fight. I'm just telling you. I, it didn't work for me. I feel like, you know, oh, let's just make it go bigger. Like, that's such a, that's what they always do. And I felt like there was so much uniqueness with the character of Carnage that they never explored. They made Woody Harrelson act out this, like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger-like character of this, quote-unquote, like, cartoony, psychotic person instead of letting him play, like, an actual serial killer person. Like, they're likable. They convince people. This is oh, he was terrible. No, I love him. He was Woody. excellent. He, he was, was excellent. He wasn't he was a creepy. great Cletus. He wasn't interesting. He wasn't funny. He was annoying and just awkward. And no, no, he no. needed to have like right out the pages another aspect to him that make him likable or 
or threatening. I, I he just was annoying. He wasn't threatening. Like, um, and so anyway, I I didn't like all of that buildup. How they utilized Cletus, um, and then that you know end fight scene where I wanted Carnage to I wanted his voice to be like drastically different and something unique, and I wanted his look to be more creepy crawly. Like you know he's he's thin and he's more agile and and instead he's this big hulking monster type thing that was three times bigger than venom like okay you know you just gotta make the bad guy bigger I agree about that either i feel like it was, <laughs> was the not exact as as same venom it was, was a... way more hulking than carnage was no yes he way. was they showed them like side Dude, by venom side is all like a boosh I mean, and he's ben, got and Carnage muscle. is all slender walking down the hallway. But like, he's like, dude, 10 and times he, bigger. And in that cathedral fight, like, he, like, does the spider thing and he crawls all crazy. Like, he was doing totally different shit, turning his arms into weapons. Like, <laughs> he had a lot of different moves in Venom. I agree with you on the voice. Like, he sounded way too similar to Venom. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just like, I'm Carnage. Let there be Carnage. Like, and it was just a lot of the same. I can totally get with you on that. But I think they're, they're, Carnage was like straight off the pages, man. Like he was oh, awesome, dude. Couldn't disagree with you he more. He looks so good. Look at that hot toy, man, and then tell me that. I mean, the toy's <laughs> great. The toy's great, but but that's I right just, off the movie. That's what the hot I, toys do. It's but in comparison, it's just when seeing them on screen, nothing matched up. Um, I hated that they didn't explain some things. Again, as much as I didn't want any more minutes added, there they needed some more minutes to explain, like. I'm sorry, I didn't know that Shriek, when she kills a person, that they just instantly come back to life with glowing eyes. Like, okay, that doesn't make any damn sense, but whatever. Um, it has and, nothing again, to do with her. Yeah, it, it has yeah. nothing to do with her. Uh, it's just, I could go on. <laughs> but uh, there are three of us here, so peeps, uh, what did I miss? Because I just wanted to say everything and drop the mic and be done. <laughs> DX, I haven't heard anything from you in a little bit. Yeah, you'd like <laughs> no, to say no, before I before I before I jump in. All right, yeah, so just that he's wrong with the uh, <laughs> the cop glowing eyes, but uh. <laughs> and, and both of you feel free to jump in, you know, at any time. Um, so after I kind of sat and let this movie marinate and, and sink in a little bit, unfortunately, I just got more and more frustrated with what it could have been. Um, you know, I I do agree with Fred. Um. I feel that 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 carnage was walking upright, like when he was walking through the um, uh, the Jail. prison. He's yeah. wa- he's standing yeah. straight up, and his posture is that of Woody Harrelson. And I get it, you know, symbiote human, but like it wasn't like that that menacing, like like psychotic, crazy. Like you can't reason with. Yeah, just like when the cop is like, oh, I have a family. Like, I feel like in the comics, that cop wouldn't even have, even have been able to get that line out. Like, I have a blah. You know? <laughs> um, just the image of that I had of Carnage in my head w- was messed up. In the end, it, it felt like the Hulk. The only way for, and I'm talking about Ang Lee Hulk, the only way for them to show how much stronger a character is, is to make the character physically bigger. And by the end of the movie, Carnage his body after he got his power up um he was significant he was like double the size of, of, of venom um which i will also put in my goods like i don't like that they didn't keep the same carnage from the comic but i appreciate what they're doing and i thought visually it looked pretty cool just not what i wanted um as you were stating dx this movie it felt like a 90s 
superhero movie. I feel like we went backwards in terms of 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 these comic book hero movies that we've been enjoying so much. Um, I don't. I, I hated the cop. I hated the cop. He yeah. was just that that cliche. Yeah. Hey, yo, Eddie. Uh, I know you're doing something, you know, because <laughs> like you in the center of all this over here, you know. I know there's these aliens over here, and it's got something to do with you. I know. I know you got Cletus uh, put in prison or uh, uh, the jail, the the death sentence, but you also had something to do with him escaping because he got some kind of suit. This makes no sense, Mr. Police Officer. Your your story. Your I, I get that you're going with your gut on this one, but like, it's it's horrible. And the fact that Eddie, using the Venom symbiote suit, instead of doing what Friggins and I know that Venom can do, instead of like having the suit and disguising himself as somebody else or, or slickly walking out of the prison, he just <laughs> bulldozes a hole in the side of the prison to escape. Like, whatever fine but i hated the vampire t- cop and and friggins that's that's basically the origin story of toxin and now that venom will potentially not be in the sony universe anymore they are possibly going to be given us maybe who knows but we're going to see potentially a toxin that was the toxin um you know character uh start um I didn't like any of the supporting actors except for Anne. Anne was great. Um, I I thought Mrs. Chen would have been a little bit better, but she was she was fine. Um, I hated Party Venom. Like, <laughs> I I kind of get that you know Venom he's new, right? He's new to the world. He's he's almost an adolescent. That's why he's so petty and he's so um, he fights with 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 Eddie the way that he does because you know he's new he's young but then at the end you kind of find out that he's existed over billions and millions of years and i have knowledge that will destroy your your brain for by even having a percent of it like what like like so what you're going to do is just go party i I don't know and like what did that do for the character like what did that give us you're talking about expanding the movie how about let's just cut out some stuff like party mode venom and like repurpose that time in the movie that that i feel we wasted not actually doing anything i don't need eddie <laughs> five minutes later oh god i need eddie oh god <laughs> i'm dying <laughs> like i don't know um i i if you're going to tell me that eddie and venom um need each other that they are a match i i need you guys to show me like how did they get how, how are they a match what about them couples them you know they <laughs> fought the whole movie and at the end of the movie the only time that they come together is when eddie's life is in danger because there's a red symbiote slash serial killer coming after him that's the only reason why eddie decided he needed venom back there, there was no, nothing else. Not that I, I was kind of hoping for, like, you know, he would see the chicken. He'd be like, oh, kind of, you know, like he misses Venom, or he could, he did see a criminal hurt somebody, and he could have stopped them, but because he rejected Venom, he wasn't able to to you know do that kind of thing. So, just that, just I don't, I, I, I don't understand why. They, look at them. They they bicker they like an old married couple. They bicker like yeah, an old married man. couple. It's a rom com attitude. 
Um, sure. And that sure. it shows that they they have a love and hate relationship, and they are paired very well. I mean, I think that that is displayed very well throughout the movie. Like as much as maybe you didn't feel that void for you, um, but I feel like that back and forth they have is that they needed each other and it took that separation in the movie for them to both kind of realize it that i'm better with the other half you know and i think that that's the that was the point of kind of separating them you know i know that that rave scene is kind of hit and miss for people like i appreciated it for what it was because it gave venom that kind of free moment to kind of just be like you know I need to be free and, and you know, people, Eddie shouldn't be ashamed of me. Like I should be able to be out here doing my thing. And he's always hiding me and keeping me away from the public. And it was just a way to kind of get some exposition out from Venom uh, that you wouldn't have got really any other way. You know, like, I, I, yeah, could it have been done in a different format? I'm sure it could have been altered a different way. Maybe he could have just went and saw Anne and just explained that to Anne, right? Because yeah. he had that relationship with her. It yeah. could have been done a different way, but I think for the more comedic kind of approach, you know, going to like a rave with a bunch of weirdos and everybody's just kind of living free, you know, <laughs> thank you, one guy. Like, you know, like it just that, that's what just kind of gave that moment of him just kind of feeling like, oh, I found my people and I can, you know, talk to the world for the first time kind of freely. I, I would have appreciated that moment a little bit more if they would have accepted Venom symbiote. Like, like, oh, this doesn't freak you out? Like, no, like, we're a bunch of goth kids. Like, we we love this kind of <laughs> shit. Like, we think it's amazing that you're a space alien come down to hang out and party with us. Like, if they would have accepted Venom as Venom, I would have appreciated that more outside of, hey, nice suit, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Well, um, and the other problem with that too is that they why is it that like Hollywood always wants to take away the powers? Like yeah. that's what's the cool thing of, of characters. We and must yet, learn our lesson. Exactly. We have like and Spider-Man 2. That was the big thing, is they took Peter's powers away. You know, in the Wolverine, they like reduce his powers. And and uh, I mean in Superman, there's one where they have him take his powers away. Like there's always, always these um these films where they like want they think it's cooler to take away the powers but i don't know like that was the first thing i thought of when i saw them like splitting up was like oh here we go again another like here's your cool character let's not explore them more together like let's just immediately take away the powers and make them you know normal again yeah um i feel your piece no, I agree. Um, you know, in, in films, and Friggins and I, we talk about all this all the time. Like, we appreciate setups and then payoffs, or if they're foreshadowing something. I, I don't feel there was they attempted any of that. Like, there was nothing that they set up in the beginning that we actually got at the end, and and it all kind of came together. It just, again, it was a movie. It was a very black and white okay we got bad guy we got good guy we got to make them fight we got love interest um you know we got bad guy love interest we got bad guy killing spree and i'm all about showing and don't telling i would have liked to see cletus be terrifying be scary maybe deal with some inmates maybe even see him sharpening a blade while some of his um people that he was about to kill you know like 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 actually have that sense of like this guy is unhinged um and then you know then the cops come and they rescue everybody and then they save the day but like they just said i'm a, i'm a crazy guy and uh, i'm going no i'm going to leave that for the likes but um 
you know, oh, you they, got they, for the likes, great. I do, guys. I, do. <laughs> I, I got a few for the likes. I do, I do. But I, 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 I awesome. I'm with Friggins. I, I didn't like Cletus at all. I, I didn't feel he wasn't scary wow. to me. Um, I hated the Carnage voice. I also, if Carnage is just being born, if if he is the son of Venom, I would have loved for there to be some kind of conversation between Cletus and Carnage, like that moment right before he comes out of the, uh, uh. Um, you know, the uh, gas chamber. Yeah, the gas chamber. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, like that. Like you hear a voice. Like it goes to black, and then um, it's like inside the mind of Cletus, and it, and you hear this high pitched carnage voice. Like, where am I? Who is this? Like, wh- who are you? And he's like, I'm. You know, and then like that's their introduction to each other. And this young alien symbiote doesn't know like what is my purpose? What do I? Why am I? Why do I exist? And then we can get a cliche: "You're here for carnage" or something, so that we see them actually coming together. And that it's Cletus's psycho- psychosis that has created this monster. And but instead, yes. I feel like they gave us, "Hi, I'm Carnage, and my one purpose is to kill Venom." Uh, what do you, you want to make a deal, Cletus? Uh, yeah, my one deal is to get my girlfriend back. And another thing, Naomi Harris, 45, freaking Woody Harrelson, 60. Like, did anybody else dry heave when those two were, like, <laughs> mouth kissing? Like, oh, yeah. That was a gross <laughs> moment. And I'm like, and then we know, you know, black don't crack. So if you're going to have somebody try to be 60, like, like let's get, I don't know, to dig up Eartha Kitt and have her like you know portray this the street. She did not Eartha look Kitt. like somebody that was the same age as Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Like they grew up together. Like this is obvious, obviously younger. And and it, Carnage hacking the internet with his fingers. Oh, oh yes, okay. I will. Oh, I I will admit that one. I was like. <laughs> How the fuck? He's like, give me the internets. <laughs> Just like, I'm hacking all into the government secrets. <laughs> I'm like, how the hell is a symbiote fucking hacking a computer right now? And if you know? that happens, like, I would have at least appreciated an X2 moment where we see, like, Craven the Hunter and, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, we, we see, like, a list of these powered individuals and where they reside, and then we see her and where she resides. Give me the internets. And I'm like, what was, I don't understand, I would have liked, like you said, DX, your, your beef, the shriek. What was the purpose? We're going to keep her in a box for what? Are they experimenting with her? Are they preventing yeah. her from hurting people? Are they just what was the purpose of it? What are we doing with her in this box? How did Carnage know, or what's his name know, that she was even still out there, even still interested? They weren't corresponding with each other. Like yeah. there was, they hadn't seen each other in yeah. twenty-five years. And he, I showed up to my girlfriend's <laughs> house from twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, "Who the fuck are you?" Police would be showing up, right? <laughs> Like you do not look the same, like, man. I've been waiting for you this whole time. <laughs> you look old as fuck, man. Like I am I don't know. Like it like just that little stuff bothered me. Um uh yeah, and like 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 friggin' said, I mean I, I could probably go on it and on and on, but like those You've people, already like, gone it, on for about twenty five minutes. I know, <laughs> my dude. I, it's just like characters uh yeah. I'm sorry. I need to. Uh, I feel bad now. 
right. Is I, there I, anything good at all? See, well, that's we, what I'm saying. We're we got to get yet. off we're this negativity yet. train yeah. and get to what we loved. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Positivity. Right. I need some power of positivity coming on in here to All get right. off that train, man. I, I gotta shake that off, man. That was a, that was a lot of hate making me sad. <laughs> this this uh, review just got very sour. <laughs> um, they can't get right, that man. out of the way, so we're good now. All right, uh, I'll start with you, Friggins. I mean, please, I hope you have something that you at least was like, I dug that. So I wrote down two things that I could say that is a positive, but in the discussion, I thought of a third. And so I actually start with the third. The thing that reminded me of what was good was when the end credits began. So that was one of the best parts of the movie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I'm sure we're going to get there on its own, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Fuck this guy. <laughs> oh, you just got fucked. I, I have a goal to be the first Jesus. person to get kicked out every, every time. time. <laughs> man, I got to kick you out of this guy. Yeah. Oh my god. There hasn't like, been yeah. an episode that I have done that I, I finally give this guy out. a moment to start and kick off our love train <laughs> of what we enjoyed and this guy goes when the credits started. All right, like, all right. So, <laughs> he, he, he couldn't wait to, you know, he 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 we postponed it everything to get you on here with us and you're just yeah, I know, right? Exactly. Hey, Next was, time we do not wait for friggins. Take the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I was hauling ass from California to be like I got to tell the people don't listen to Don. Um so oh. this is one of the the times I am saying don't listen to Don. But no, look, I got two two positive things that I did write down for for this film. Um, so mine is nice and short. Two simple things. First and foremost, I thought the jokes that were there they had some good jokes, not all of them, but there were some good jokes enough to make me laugh. And I think the laughter is what kept me into it. So I cannot like, eat Sunny and Cher. <laughs> yes, that was hilarious. They're uh, tiny the, little brains. The interactions with uh, what's her name, Miss Chan? Is it Chan? I can't Mrs. remember. Miss Chen. Chen. Permission yes. to eat Mrs. Chen. Those interactions were fantastic. Um, yes. You know, and a lot of the jokes there. Uh, didn't work per se, but the ones that hit did make me laugh and chuckle out loud. So those moments kept me in the movie, kept me from walking out and kept me, you know, just going. And um, then the second positive that I have for now, and keep in mind, I'm excluding post credit scene yes, stuff. Yes. Okay. Um, the the uh, second positive that I have written down for the movie itself is the cartoon drawing scene that kind of explains uh, Cassidy's background. Yeah. That's all we needed. We didn't need a love story. We didn't need all the flashbacks of, you know, him being in the asylum to start the damn movie. Like, I that artistic design made it look creepy and crazy and all over the place. And like, just you know, you get the essence of what that character is in that. And I really, really liked that aspect. Um, so those were really the two saving graces of the film for me was was that really cool like descriptor and then also those few jokes that hit for me because um you know i, I know we already talked negatives but i'm not a big fan of tom hardy's portrayal of eddie he's not too, he wasn't as bad i think in this one than the first so maybe that's kind of a good thing um but uh i, I again those jokes kept me in it and that creepy art uh, art style explanation of cassidy was good and should have been it See, I'm going to actually go opposite of you on that statement right there. Okay. Of, of, of Eddie, of his portrayal of Eddie being better in this one than the first one. Because as much as I did like this movie and I do like him and Venom together, 
I felt like they made him a bigger bumbling idiot in this movie mm-hmm. than he was in the first movie. Like in this movie, there's moments where he just has no fucking idea like what to do, where to go, how to start. Now, in the first movie, this dude is like an award-winning journalist, right? Like, I mean, he's got a TV show. Like, he's the ish. And somehow from that to this movie, he is just like, like, like literally when Venom does all the drawings, he's like, oh, I know this one. It's a tree, you know, like, and I'm like, what? And then he's like, it's a house. And when he draws the church, you know, like shit like that. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you being so stupid right now? Like, yeah, like that whole portrayal to me was dumb. Like he wasn't an idiot in the first movie. Yeah. Like in this movie, it felt like he couldn't do anything on his own and he needed Venom to kind of guide him along the way. But Whereas see- in the first movie, he was very independent and he was a smarter dude. Like, I mean, he had issues in the first movie, but I just felt like they really took a turn in this one that he was just kind of this bumbling idiot. Like, and that kind of pissed me off. The reason I like it for this movie better than the first is because that is true to the Eddie character that I know. Um, so from the, the, the cartoon show and, and some of the comics, and I'm not going to say all of them because there's been tons of yeah. iterations of him. So who knows? But um, for the ones that I've read and the, and the show that I watched and those, the, my introductions to Eddie from when I was a kid was him kind of being a failure at everything and being kind of a bumbling idiot and not, and that was a big distraction for me from the first film. Cause I was like, this is not like the Eddie that I know. And um, so again, maybe there's a version of Eddie that's more like this, but that wasn't my experience of him. So because of that, that's why I actually like this one better because it fit to the, the Eddie that I was familiar with. Gotcha. And that's it. Okay. That's all. all right. Well, there's Fred's big two likes, and uh, I'm gonna pass it over to Peeps, and uh, hopefully, you got more than two things. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, I'll, I'll. I actually agree with with Friggins on this. Like, I, I, you know, I, I liked Eddie in this one. Um, and but also agreeing with you, DX. Like, yeah, he was very annoying at moments. Like, why aren't we? Le- why are we not lethal protectors? You know, and like, I, the, I don't know. Anyways, um, I loved the interactions between Eddie and Venom. Um, they, I, I would have liked to see actually kind of more of that. Like, I, I, you know, we we get we didn't get that till so far into the first movie, and then this one we just get yeah. so much more of that. I right love. Out the gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I love Venom's voice and, you know, the whole, you know, like, let me fix that for you. And you see literally like the nose, yeah. like kind of snapping back in yeah. place. Like, so I can bring it again. Bring it again. <laughs> um, and, you know, and, and then even just I, like I, I, the more I watch it, I try to think like, you know, of, of course they're connected. So when Eddie hurts, you know, Adam or Adam, Venom. Hurts. <laughs> Adam. I mean, they are Adam together. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Couple, Hollywood couple, Adam. Vetty? whatever um Betty. um but so you know when he when she god that the way that Anne broke the news to eddie like like how shitty was that like i don't know yeah that's rough like, yeah but um you know i i love like venom trying to console that was supposed to be us yes and the the inner dialogue and is venom yeah. in there huh what no yeah. no <laughs> um, it was great and i just and i'm with what, what friggins had said earlier um during his hates uh this movie had it was it was a it was a well put put to, put together and um uh produced movie 
things I can't do in life, but the the effects from what I'm understanding, and I don't know if you had stated this DX, but I heard like the effects actually wouldn't have been as good if they didn't have to, de- you know, delay uh, as long as they did. So, you know, I, I thought the, the carnage, um, you know, the, the, the veiny kind of slimy look that he had to him and, you know, I, a lot of really good things happening. I don't know about the score. The score didn't really stand out to me that much, but you know, acting and and and, and cinematography and all that. It, it was a well put together movie. So I oh, we got a new Eminem props. song. If you like, we, I mean, that's we saw two different movies then. Oh, okay. You also said that earlier, though, friend. <laughs> no, I was not um, that. Oh, I thought you said you liked that. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, I also like the animated Cletus story. I thought it was yeah. super dark. It kind of felt like something straight out of like, like a Nightmare Before Christmas kind of. Um, uh, it kind of had a really creepy vibes on it, and it, yeah. it 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 made like a human side to him, and it you know it, it was just that cool psychological killer. Like this is why I do what I do. Like you know he's blaming everybody else and not actually taking any kind of yes. responsibility for his actions, which I thought was really great, really fantastic. I'm like, okay, great. Now we're going to get into some good uh, Cletus, and we're going to see some more of him. Uh, no, he's just wants to get his girlfriend back. Okay, <laughs> um, don't yell at my girlfriend. We'll tell her to stop screaming at me. She can't help it. It's her nature. It hurts when she screams at me. You're a bitch, Carnage. No, you're a bitch, Cleveland. Whatever. All right. Anyways, we're talking about positive. He said, if she screams one more time, I'm going to rip her fucking throat out. And you just turned that shit into this weird-ass conversation. <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot, peeps. No, I appreciate Sorry. it. That was better than the movie. Thank you. Um, stop feeding into this hate. Dude. The, the 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 carnage scene with all the cop cars and he had that that uh, webbing kind of spread out yeah. though unnecessary and I don't really understand the purpose of it it looks great it look that was a transformers moment I don't know what I'm seeing but I like it <laughs> <laughs> why what is it? yeah and um then uh, the Venom Carnage fight at the end. Um, I thought it was cool that when she would scream, this how both symbiotes would kind of go inside of them, which you know kind of made sense, and it gave them that yeah. ability to you know the same thing they do at the fight at the end of every fight in every movie, where we have to demask the characters so we know who they are in case we forgot. I, they it, it was a good way to display that. Um, so uh, yeah, no that that stuff was cool and fun, and. Uh, and then there's a, there's a moment at the end that I got really excited, <laughs> and I'm sure everybody loved. And we'll get to that in a sec. Don, you have to tell me how in the world you saw this movie twice. Like so I, this is this is this is DX's 25 yes, minute, minute because yeah. I was I saw that that message and I was like, why are you yes. seeing it a second you time? So that. please <laughs> let me know. Let me know, dude. I just like I said, man. Like I had a blast with this movie. Like to me, like. Yes, there's holes, there's gaps, there's, you know, different things that we've talked about that could have been tighter, could have been better in, in all those aspects. I've always said when reviewing a film, it's about your enjoyment. It's about being entertained. And this gave me 90 minutes of enjoyment. Like, I, two of my favorite things are action and comedy. And that's exactly what this film gave me. Like, I found the humor to be i said this in my other review that it was the comedy of the year that i didn't know i wanted you know like i didn't go into this thinking like oh i'm gonna think this movie's hilarious and i walked out like saying it was hilarious and like 
these are my key moments of why I enjoyed it was the line, the one-liners and the, 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 the dichotomy between those two. And just like, I enjoyed them so much. Like you said, yeah. peeps, like I could have, I could have had a whole 90 minute movie of just them in everyday life and not a single villain and not a single fight, just <laughs> bickering for 90 minutes of how one's an idiot and you're an idiot and I can't live with you and I can't live with you. And you know, you're and a just, loser. just, you're a just loser. yeah, just having that, like, I like their dynamic and to me, it's super entertaining. And then when you throw in some action beats on top of it, it just, it entertained the F out of me, man. And, and I think being at that runtime too, makes it just like i said it's easier to digest it's an hour and a half i really feel like the movie just gets in goes and doesn't slow down and i walked out just being like yo i was really entertained and i thought about it more that night and i thought about the next day and i was like i want to see this thing again you know and and i just and sometimes too i always like to see it on a second on a second viewing to see if now that i i know what's going to come and i know how things are going to play out is it as cool to me or is it going to be, you know, a different take coming out of it? Like, was it overly hyped the first time? And then now I'm like, oh man, I, I kind of overthought that or <laughs> just whatever the case may be. And like I said, I enjoyed it just as much the second time and had just as much fun with it. And as the That's lines awesome. are coming, I'm laughing my ass off and I'm like, that shit's still funny to me. And Good like, job. yeah, it's <laughs> just everything, dude. It just works like and and that but i love the first movie and that's the same thing is i just i like their dynamic together and we didn't get a ton of it because it was an origin story and they had to come together and he had to get the symbiote and all that stuff whereas in the second movie it's one of those sequel tropes where it's like okay everything's out the way we could just go and the very first time you see eddie in this movie five seconds later venom's already coming off his shoulder and ready yeah. to bite the cop you know like and they're fighting in the bathroom you know and it's just like hell yeah let's go you know and it's just like i i just i loved it you know and so to me it's very very easy like to me it's all about enjoyment it's about having a good time at the theater and just having and like i said action and comedy those are the two best things and that's exactly what i, I do have a question though was that bathroom that he went in was that like a uh multi-purpose a, a multi-sex <laughs> bathroom like nobody there, there was no you know no, no picture on the outside he's like hey that's a ladies but room but there's a lady in the stall next to him yeah <laughs> yeah so, I don't know, but um, but yeah. So so friggin' to answer your question, that's how I saw it twice in the first couple of days. No, and that's um, fair. And you know, I I'm talking trash, but like, it, it's good. And there's a lot of people that uh, agree with you. I think because this movie made a boatload of money. So um, you know, I, I'm just you know, I amp up my my dislike, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. I'm glad that it works yeah, for for other and, people. And and like I said, I, I just think I think if you like the Eddie Venom relationship and you really dig that like the rest is kind of cake <laughs> and if you don't really dig that or you think it's too cheesy or you think it's over the top or if you don't dig that you're not gonna care for this very much because you have to buy in to the two of them and you got to buy into where each part of that is coming from and i get that and it makes sense to me and it's funny to me and like yeah is it the venom that i assumed i would get when we got the first movie right like i know like i mean i expect just you know there's a different venom and carnage movie in my head that we could have got that would have been rated r like you said friggins and it could have been these two monsters just ripping through cities and crushing people and eating people and just not giving an f um 
in another world we get that and that would have been cool as hell too you know but but i have this other version that i was prepared for because of the first movie i think if maybe this was the first movie coming out the gate like maybe there would have been you know maybe we would have taken it a different way you know because we, we weren't really set up for that you know so then it would have been maybe more of a letdown you know but i kind of knew what we were getting into um and i like the way it played out like i said i thought woody did an amazing job so it's just about how we all take things man I mean, yeah. that, again that's about what's great about film it's subjective you know and that's what you know same thing with humor humor is super subjective you know i yeah. can think something's the funniest day in the world and you don't even smirk you know <laughs> i mean a lot of the humor didn't hit for my wife when i saw it the second time i saw it with her and i'm like ha, 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 and then i look over at her and she's like <laughs> you know, and, I, and I'm just like, it was driving me crazy after a couple of things. I'm like, can you just smile like for once? Like that shit was funny as fuck, you know? Like So, you know, but I mean, it just, it hits differently. It just hits differently for people. And, you know, so like I said, this one hit for me um, big time. And, and, you know, on going back to, to Rotten Tomatoes, it's one of those ones where on the critic side, this thing's like at a 50%, right? 50% people love it. 50% people hate it. It's that even split. But on the audience side, this movie has an 85%. No 85% oh for gosh. audience. Wow. So wow. most people like it from a fan perspective. So it just it just depends what you're going in for and what you're looking for. You know, nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. It just is what it is. But for me... Like I said, when I started thinking about my favorite moments, different things of the movie, a lot of it was quick moments. They were like those one-liners we talked about, right? Like all starting with the F this guy. Like, like to me, one of the best uses of the F word, right? In a PG-13, you only get one and you got to use it the right way. And I think one of the best of all time is, of course, Wolverine and X-Men oh, yeah, <laughs> First saying. Class. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> one of the, the greatest of all time. And I think this, one, yeah. this one is right up there with it, man. I think when I think about how people can slide it in, you know, hit that final battle. He eats the Carnage symbiote back up. And, and he's just like, and Cletus is just talking his nonsense and Venom is just over it. And he's just like, you know what? Fuck this guy. And he eats his head off, you know? And it's like, oh shit. Like that was great. Thank you for doing that. Um, we talked about the rave a little bit, right? Like they, I love the stupid. You're awesome. Thank you. One guy. Like the, yeah. just the, the, it's the moments that catch you off guard. Like I never expected to see Venom at a rave with glowing right. necklaces and beads and he's up there and you know and, and at one point at the rave somebody says like i love your outfit and he goes thanks i made it myself like oh, yes. you know that is just so that was good. funny so good um at the end when uh you know i think i think it's right at the end when they and everybody's saved and everything's they're they're getting ready to leave and uh dan the boyfriend says something and venom goes nobody asked you dan <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> it just killed me right there. Uh, you know, with Anne, when she when she talks about being engaged, she shows the ring. And after the end of that, he says, I'm going to make you cry now. And he starts trying to force Eddie to cry. And he's like, oh she's going to she's gonna love funny. it. She's going to love it. She, she's going to eat it up. That and he's all like trying not to do it. And he's just like, no. He's like, I'm going to make you cry now. <laughs> that was really good. So good. I forgot about that. Um, me too. You know, I know you talked earlier, peeps, about Anne, you know, like like that was one of the characters you think did work. And I thought, too, like I was so so on Anne in the first movie, but I felt the way they used her in this one was great. Like she played her character really well. I like that she had this relationship with Venom and I love that Venom loves her. 
like that's what's cool as hell right like when like you said when he's running across the rooftops and he's like look at all the cool things we could do right and and then she calls and like and he's falling off the roof and he's like it's ann it's ann answer the phone you know like, <laughs> he like, and he's he like, like freaking spits out. Him out almost yeah. yeah and then like you know grabs the phone for him and he's like it's ann answer the phone you know and just and then even the scene like where venom is in mrs chen you know and then mm-hmm. she starts flirting with him right like she knows he's in there and she's like oh you're such a sexy venom you know and all of a sudden he's like oh <laughs> yeah like mm, yeah his eyes are <laughs> you know yeah. why don't you come out you little sexy man you know like and i that that shit was hilarious to me i love their their dynamic i love that she got to be her little girl venom again which is funny because venom popped into multiple bodies in this movie and always had his same form but when he goes on Michelle Williams for whatever reason, oh, she's all sexy. slender and like, yeah. and like sexy Venom, you yeah. know. But but that that was great. Um, and I love the line in the in the church when they get ready to fight after he, the whole red one uh, aspect. And he said, <laughs> Venom goes, "All right, it's time to die." And Eddie goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "No, I mean us. We're gonna die." Another great great line, uh, right there. Um. So, so many moments, man. I mean, I do love the prison breakout, you know, Carnage wrecking shop. Um, of course, the cathedral fight at the end. Um, and of course, the post credits that we'll get to. But I mean, like I said, and, and I'm sure I'm missing a lot of other moments. I mean, I love the fight between them in the apartment and just them bickering and then I'm bushing up his motorcycle and all the different stuff. So to me, like, it's a lot of moments. And I think those moments hit me so funny. And, and, and those scenes play out so well to me that, like I said, I think it crescendos into the bigger picture for my overall just kind of enjoyment uh on that you know so um, those are big moments uh right there and like you said man mulligan Mm -hmm. turning into toxin i mean i know that that's something they're kind of teased uh which is kind of a weird way to tease it because you don't really see anything happening um the the idea is that there's another symbiote (laughs) that went on him which is transforming him and that's where his eyes started to glow because toxin is an offspring of carnage so it's like but they but again they didn't show anything they didn't even show a little sliver of something going in his mouth yeah. i thought he was a like, vampire i thought they were leading into morbius morbius, <laughs> morbius? Yeah. yeah i didn't i was i mean they just show her choking him out and then like throwing him or something and he like lands there and i was just like what what what? And I asked Friggins in the movie, I'm like, is, that, is, that, is he dead? And he's like, yeah, no, he's totally dead. I was like, I, did, I don't think I saw him die. No, because he's, like, like, no, he's, no, he's all like <laughs> monsters. Uh, but it was just a weird way to tease that. Because, I mean, obviously, like, you really got to dig to find out that police officer Mulligan turns into Toxin. And, yeah. like, you know, and, and, and that whole thing. Like, and I agree with you. The cop annoyed the fuck out of me the whole movie, too. Like, the whole, like, like when Eddie gets broken out by michelle williams and he does the typical grabs the chair god damn it you know yeah. <laughs> throws the chair against the wall and i'm just like dude why are you so hard on eddie man eddie was like totally cooperative with that dude like the whole yeah. movie and he was such a dick to him the whole time too the just like time. like you I said like, like it. it just didn't make any sense like they had this weird relationship so yeah, yeah. i don't foresee any kind of toxin movie coming down the pipeline no. but if they go venom 3 then obviously they're just setting up another character but do we continue to have him fight other symbiotes i mean like is that the only thing we can do because now we've had two movies back to back right we had riot in the first one and then now we right. got carnage well, like he's a good guy though so is so. he though 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a Kinda. whole planet of them, so they can have all kinds. There's screen. They could, but I mean, but it, do you not take a break? I mean, like, do you, like, try a different kind of villain for once? I <laughs> mean, like, think. I just don't think you can do three movies in a row with just more of this. <laughs> like, I mean, we got nine Fast and Furious or 11 of them. I mean, it's <laughs> hey, the same but there's thing. always something different in the Fast and Furious <laughs> world. But, you know, you can't, it's not the same villain in every movie. I mean, as much it as you want you can change their color every film, right? Oh, now he's fighting a green. Oh, shit, yeah, it's exactly. a green one. Like, exactly. oh, shit, oh, it's shit, a yellow it's one. It's a yellow one. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, I mean, but how many times could he do that? Like, I mean, I, I was know. cool with it. I didn't, because it's like, it's like the Flash TV show, right? Like, we made it the biggest joke in the world because the first five seasons every season was a speedster that flash mm-hmm. had to go against i don't want to see a speedster every season he's got to fight someone else and yeah. to me like like we got it with riot i w- would have normally been pissed in the second one if it was the same thing but it was carnage so i was like because okay was i carnage. want carnage so we got to get carnage i've been waiting my whole life to see carnage on the big screen cool give me that but um but i don't want another one like like no please like we can't we gotta do something different. also was it just me like when I saw in the trailer the Shriek character screaming, I was yes. thinking, Scream! Yes. The symbiote Scream. That's yeah. what we're going to get. And cause, because I'm like, okay, they're, they're Sony, so they're just going to be real literal here and give us a character <laughs> who screams really loud. Call her to scream. Be scream. No. I thought it was going to be Scream as well. And I kept waiting for her to get the symbiote. And then it never happened. And I was like, so is this not scream? And then I later figured out that it was shriek <laughs> because, you know, one thing I will say is this is the second movie this year that I got burned for not watching the trailer. Um, I see, I saw like maybe a portion of this trailer before this movie. Um, but you know, I have a tendency to not watch trailers cause I want to have like everything surprised. There is a fault. Fo- there's a bad side to that because then you can go in and be completely blindsided by how terrible something is. <laughs> and this is the second movie that burned me for not watching the trailer. So I'm starting to second yeah, guess. The trailers maybe were I should fantastic. <laughs> maybe. I don't I know. Don't think I you would have watched that trailer and been like, oh, this doesn't look very good. <laughs> like, you uh, would have been fair. like, this I probably would have been like, that looks Come cool. on, that's yeah. the trailer's job, man. Most of the time, like, they're going to put all the best shit in there. Yeah. But good trailer. All right. Well, we will get to the part that I think everybody's been yes. waiting for, which of course <laughs> yes. is the post-credit scene or the mid-credit scene. It is right in the middle of the film. And this, of course, is what is the talk of the world and uh talk of the multiverse, as I should say, oh. uh, right now. Um, going into it. So, you know, mid-credit scene, we find that Eddie and Venom are on the run. They are now the lethal protectors. And uh, they're gonna they got their toes in the sand and ready for the good life. But they're in that dingy hotel room and just watching an, a, a TV novella. Uh, and um, they're just chilling out, right? And then Venom starts talking about like, oh man, like if you knew like the high knowledge that I have and across all the universes I've been to, like it would, it would fry your tiny little brain you know like you you can't even imagine what i've seen and he's like you know would you like me to show you and he's like yeah of course whatever show me and at that point it, you it, the, the light comes in through the window and things start shaking and, what's going on you know and and all of a sudden boom something snaps and now the hotel room is not dingy anymore it's bright it's nice the doors are open the beach is there i mean it it's the same hotel room but it's not uh something's different but right and i love the venom's like what the hell is that and it's just it's just a towel next to him right shaped as a swan it was hilarious what the hell is that um but um you know but they're sitting there and you hear the jay jonah jameson voice on the tv and you're like what 
what is that? And he's sitting there and he transforms into Venom. And on the TV, they're like, Peter Parker, Spider-Man. And he gets to the TV and he says, that guy, and licks the screen. <laughs> um, and then transforms back. And then a dude's standing there like, what the hell are you doing in my hotel room? Um, so the moment is there. The the multiverse, as we know, from whether it be the Loki TV show or Doctor Strange and his Spider-Man spell that got broken because Tom Holland just couldn't shut up for a second and, you know, not worry about retelling his friends that he's Spider-Man, <laughs> um, <laughs> that he broke the spell and now the multiverse is, uh, is broken. So yeah. Venom has been now brought into the MCU. Um, and this is crazy, man. This is a game changer. I mean... How deep does this go? You know, a lot of people speculating right out the gate. Okay, Tom Hardy's going to be in Spider-Man Far From Home or No Way Home, sorry, uh, that he's going to be in the movie. I don't really think he's going to be in the movie. He might maybe mm -hmm. pop up in something like post-credits, something like that. But there are a lot of rumors that he's been there. There was a picture of Tom Hardy a couple weeks ago where he had the Spider-Man um, No Way Home production hat on. And everybody was like, well, you only get that if you were on the crew, <laughs> right? So, so then it's like, is he in the movie? Um, so maybe, you know, maybe they redid something in reshoots or whatever, but, um, but he's there now, like there's the opportunity to cross these streams, um, which we had a feeling they were kind of heading towards, right? Ever since the Morbius trailer came out and you saw Vulture in that trailer, it was like, oh, is this in the same kind of universe? There's been a lot of rumors. Obviously, Doc Ock, you know, and Electro and all these other people coming into the next Spider-Man movie uh, showing that the multiverses have collided. Um, so now Venom is in this world. You know, will it only be for one movie? Will it be, you know, is he then going to get, you know, is Doctor Strange going to fix the timeline in the in his movie in the multiverse of madness? And Venom just goes back <laughs> and we just had a tease for a tease. Like, this is going to be fun to dissect down just kind of like where... Okay, so so two parts, I guess. Like your thoughts on the scene itself. Were you shocked? Were you excited? And kind of where do you think this really takes us? Where do you think this goes in the grand scheme of the Sony Disney Spider-Man multiverse universe? So, uh, peeps, I know you've been dying to talk about this part. So, kind of go for it, man. What what you got coming out of this? Um, I mean, as stated, this this moment had me super excited. I was kind of hoping for something like this in the first movie. And with all the stuff that's been going on with Marvel and Sony and the fact that they kind of broke up for a little bit, but then they kind of hooked back up and got back together. Like I didn't, I, so I, I said on my show, you know, I, I was per, I, I have a, an episode every Monday I call the Marvel cinematic Mondays. And I'm like, I'm not going to talk about Venom. But I think I probably should in the chance, in the small chance that they that Sony and Marvel will actually come together. Um, and you know, in this case they did. And dude, I will tell you, like that moment, I'm like clapping, like a suit, like when everything shakes and somebody in the background is like, oh, oh multiverse. I was like, no, fuck it. Dude, I'm clapping, <laughs> I'm excited, like I'm sure Friggins is sitting next to me telling me to shut up. And I'm like, oh, it's freaking the cabinet. <laughs> Super he was like, excited. "What the hell is that?" <laughs> and to immediately hear J. Jonah Jameson, J.K. Simmons' voice, yeah. man, like I'm telling you, like if I could, I, I wanted to scream, but I didn't because I'm a gentleman. But I was extremely excited about that moment, um, and I didn't know what was going to happen. I'm like, like I could show you, you know, things, and I thought maybe we might see a glimpse of somewhere in Venom's past or somewhere where he did have. You know, we might see a, 
in this universe, we might see a uh, what, what, what is it? The where did Spider Man first get in contact with Venom? It was in the Secret Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Yeah, we might see like a a fun little glimpse of Secret Wars or something. So I, I didn't know what to expect, but when I saw it, <laughs> I was excited. I'm stoked. And I don't know if you mentioned, but like I'm also kind of worried. Like, does this mean that you, that Venom is going to the MCU, or does this mean that Spider Man is going to coming back to to Sony? So, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ways it could play um, because we know at this point Tom Holland's contract is up. Um, he's done his three Sony Spider Man movies. Um, the Marvel deal is technically up after Far From Home. Um, Tom Holland does have one more Marvel like team up movie on his contract to do. So kind of like he had with Avengers and stuff. So he is slated to be somewhere at some point in Marvel something. Um, but from the Sony standpoint, it's done. Now we know Tom Holland has said multiple times, like I love playing this character. I'll play it for as long as they'll have me. So I don't have any doubt that they're going to re up his contract, but um, it does make you wonder, are they, you know, since this deal's winding down, is it the opposite? You know, is this multiverse snapping Spider-Man out of his universe yeah. with the MCU and putting him into the Sony Spider-Verse? And that's that. I, I do pretty well believe that Venom just went into the MCU. I feel like for at least a bit, at least why Marvel in this phase four is really focused on the multiverse, mm-hmm. that everybody's going into the mcu at least for the next year or two and then once it gets fixed everybody goes back (laughs) and then we we separate the ship back out and we're done um because i don't think they can keep it forever flash too much (laughs) i I, I don't think they can keep it forever i don't think that they trust sony that much (laughs) to juggle you know something that's going to have the marvel studios logo on it they only do that with spider-man because kevin feige is there and he's involved and I don't think he can be involved with all the Disney Plus shows, all the MCU stuff, and let's add the Sony world on top of it with Craven and Morbius and all the other stuff that we're doing. Um, you know, maybe they can work something out with a Spider-Man Venom movie that is a collaboration between the two. Um, that would be kind of cool if the next Spider-Man movie is something with Venom and we actually get the true traditional, and that's how he gets the white spider on his chest, right? He's like, I want to be like that guy, and then I he gets it, so you know. Much. That'd be cool. And then he now has that going forward, you know. Um, I do, like I said, I do feel pretty confident that this is in the MCU for now, just because we are dealing so much with the multiverse and that we've already seen with Doc Ock and Electro and everybody coming in um, that the worlds are colliding, that we have a spider verse truly at this point. And, um, but it will be corrected, you know, and I think it'll probably be corrected by the end of Doctor Strange. Um, So, you know, it started with, like I said, Loki. The Spider-Man movie, it's going to play into Doctor Strange, and then we'll kind of see from there. But, I mean, who knows? Because, I mean, Ant-Man 3 could still be dealing with a lot because it has Kang in it, you know? So it could still be dealing with the multiverse. And maybe that movie is correcting the multiverse and kind of ends everything. And that movie's not till 2023. So there's still time. Um, but, yeah, but I I do think more than anything else, he popped into the into our MCU. That is our Tom Holland. That is our Joe J. Jonah Jameson. It was the same kind of stuff from the end of uh, Far From Home that it was kind of playing. So, you know, here we are. So I don't know what's your take, Friggins. What are you kind of expecting out of this? And what was your take? 
Well, I'll start with my take and, and first just kind of the experience of seeing it happening. You know, like Peeps was saying, I was just like, as soon as I saw stuff go glowing yellow, I was like, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange. <laughs> and then, um, you know, and then hearing J. Jonah, I would never have thought of that. Like, yeah. you know, I think there was always the hope to connect Venom and Spider-Man together for us big nerds that have been watching this <laughs> and reading this for for ever. Um, but you know, I never really thought that they would come to some sort of agreement to be able to make it work. Um, so I just talked about how I didn't like the first movie, and I talked about how I didn't like the second movie, and I had so many problems with these characters. But immediately having this concept of Venom being with Spider-Man, I got incredibly excited for. Like, I was bouncing up and down. I, my heart was, like, pounding, like, full for excitement. Like, I got all the feels flowing through my veins. Um, and even though I didn't like these movies, the concept of that character, Venom, being able to interact with Peter Parker and Spider-Man under someone else's guidance, like <laughs> Feige and whatever yeah. director, especially since they're trying to make them funny, could you imagine Venom with Taika Waititi or James Gunn? Say Guardians. Yes. Yes. Thank you for uh, yes. Um, and one of those two guys getting to play with them would be just oh, pure gold. Um, so uh, I don't know who's going to be able to get to utilize him in, the, in whatever number Spider-Man that he may or may not show up in. But I feel like having that possibility gives me hope and tons of excitement because the two venom movies so far haven't given me what i wanted and now i at least still have hope to be able to get what i would like out of it so um it definitely impacted me strongly way more than i expected and way that more than probably even makes sense because again i don't yeah. like any of the movies <laughs> why do you guys think venom was so intrigued seeing the picture of peter you know, like, why was he so, like, he automatically transformed and he licked the screen and he was like, that guy. Why? Why do, why do you think there's the connection there? It's not like he saw him in action and he was like, oh, that dude's really cool swinging around. Like, he saw him unmasked and was and was intrigued by him. Like, wh what do you think that was? I got two um, thoughts. And simply, if I go with the simplest version, you know, Venom while on the beach was like, we should get a mask and a cape and go do stuff. Like, so maybe it's just him seeing... Like, that's kind of his envision of, like, what he thought he could be. Um, but more so, and what I really think is happening, is in the trailer for Far From Home, we see that Doc Strange is specifically altering time and reality based on Peter Parker. So I feel like we're getting an impact in that spell is the, the concept is, like, for the world to forget Peter Parker was Spider-Man. So instead it's going to put a focus on Peter Parker. And so I think that maybe, you know, what changes is more of like causing them to be attracted to the, to, to Peter Parker. And um, I think it has to do with the spell. Hmm. Okay. Peeps, you got any idea? Um, I, I don't, uh, I, I kind of had that moment where I'm like, why are, are they just right. like forcing that? Right. But, to, to, to try to justify it, um, it, it may tie into what Venom was just talking about, like, moments before. You know, he has a hive right. mind that hive spans mind. across, you know, infinite Maybe galaxies. across the multiverse. 
and he's that's seen the multiverse thinking. version where they were tied together. And yeah. there has that, that. Then this is another reason why Venom is actually pulled into this spell because there is a there is a link. Why does Venom have the same eyes as, Spen- as Spider Man's costume if he's never been in contact with Peter Parker? There has to be some kind of link somewhere within Venom's DNA that is yeah. that caused him to to mask himself to look. Well, I guess all the symbiotes look like that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. I, I that's where my mind was going to was the hive mind knowledge of across multi. He says across multi universes and everything like that. And it could be he just he knows of a world where he was tied with a Peter Parker and he sees that guy and he's like, oh, that's the guy. That's that that's my guy. dude. Like that I remember guy. you. you yeah. Know? The other Do you thing think? That, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say the other thing that is uh, of interest to me is the because I kept thinking, how are they gonna have Venom? without having him go to Spider-Man, because we know from the classic lore, it's Peter Parker first, then it goes on to Eddie, and then that creates kind of the conflict between Parker and Eddie, right? Or or exacerbates it, because they already had conflict um, as photographers. But what I'm thinking is, they've tweaked and changed some suit stuff differently, or not suit, um, story stuff differently in the past. Uh, Most recently, we see... Like with um, Taskmaster and Black Widow, they tweaked some of those things to make it fit with the story. So what I'm wondering is what if in this instance we have Brock with the suit and this is the explanation of how Spider-Man gets the black suit. Can you imagine, you know, Eddie losing it and it going on a Parker and then in, in, in the reverse. And that could actually be kind of interesting too. That was it's right when we started to both kind of talk at the same time. That was where I was kind of going with it. Was like, do you guys think that we might, in a way, see that kind of play out almost in a Spider Man 3 kind of redo where mm-hmm. you know they do meet up and Venom's so intrigued with them that he jumps on to Peter and becomes the black suit Spider Man? And then maybe Peter starts kind of going down a little bit of a different path, gelling with you know. Um, Venom, and then you know Eddie trying to get it back or whatever, which causes Eddie to kind of snap to be like, "I need him back." You know, he's mine. Like I'm nothing without him, and that would help kind of give Eddie that more villainy kind of side to kind of mm-hmm. go against him. And but, maybe that's I mean, how we get th- the anti-Venom too. Yeah, All right. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of ways, but that way popped in my mind, which I would love to see. But do you feel like that would be something they would do, or do you feel like that is too close to Spider-Man Three that they would be like, ah, I don't know, maybe we have to. <laughs> I'm gonna say a hundred percent. Like they're 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 starting this with Venom showing interest in this guy. Yeah. So a hundred percent, Venom go is going to be a whether if it's a fanboy or he just has <laughs> some kind of primal need to to get closer yeah. to him or or to you know connect with him. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily going to happen in Far From Home. Maybe no. like a post-credit scene at most. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I don't think it'll be Maybe that a post-credit soon. scene of like Peter bumping into Eddie, you know, like right. on the street or something. And you're like, yeah. oh, shit. Like that was the first like, you know, like Eddie's trying to find him and he bumps into yes. him and boom, that's just it. Right. Just to kind of set up for that next big moment. Right. Like hey, that's I wanna- something I see. So be like, hey, yeah. I'm gonna ask you a question. And Doc Strange throws a bunch of trains at him. Like, okay, maybe <laughs> later. Yeah. <laughs> Are you that guy? 
um yeah there's a lot of ways to play out man it's exciting because it's just like where where and when where, right when, like like how? is it gonna pop up in far from home is it gonna pop up in the multiverse of madness <laughs> you know like is it gonna be spider-man 4 like what when are we gonna see this stuff and it is yeah. super super exciting to kind of see these worlds cross because i definitely love black suit spider-man and i would love to see kind of this venom attach on to our tom holland and kind of see how that would play out i think it'd be yeah. a lot of fun and be super super cool to kind of see tom get to ham, ham it up a little bit of kind of being a little bit more cockier and being like man i never felt this powerful you know kind of yeah. thing and just not needing like tony tech he doesn't need it anymore because he has this cool ass suit yeah and do anything cool. And to still have the Tom Hardy, you know, voicing Venom, like that voice. Yeah, that, Ooh, yeah, that would head. be cool. That would be yeah. awesome, you know. And like I said, and then that's just the way that now maybe Venom has spider webs that come out when he goes back to Tom Hardy, you know. Or, you know, definitely, like I said, it's how he gets the spider on his chest because he's, he's mimicking his time from being with Peter, you know. So, so many cool ideas that, that of where this can go. And, yeah, just he- hell of a scene, man. I know that Tom Hardy has been saying since the first movie that, I mean, he's super invested. He's a producer on these films. He helped write the second film. Like, he wants to get there. Like, he's he's a big fan. He wants to see these guys fight. And I know Andy Serkis wants to do it, too. Like, he was super intrigued by it. Like, when they got the call to do that post credit scene and that they could make it work. And uh, he even said at one point, Spider-Man was actually slated to be in the film. And wow. then they ended up having to change it out. And then they just settled on the post credits. Um, so, I mean, who knows, man, what this could have been. But super, super exciting uh, of a post credit scene right there for that movie. So um, yeah. real quick, I got to shout out the box office, guys. I mean, holy crap, never expected it to be this film. If you would have told me a couple years ago that this film would outperform MCU films, um, yeah. would have said, you're crazy, you're crazy. <laughs> uh, Venom made $90 million in its opening in just three days, um, which is not only the biggest of the year, but it's the biggest of the entire pandemic era. Uh, biggest movie since uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Uh, that's how long wow. it's been. Um, and it made more money than the original film, which is also something that no other sequel has done since the pandemic started. Everything's obviously made less money. So the first Venom made $80 million, and this one made $90. Um, just to put it in perspective, Black Widow was the record holder with $80 million. And so this made $10 million more. Uh, Shang-Chi made 75 and Fast 9 made 70. So those were the three biggest ones of the year. And then Venom out of nowhere. Holy crap, man. They were estimating this thing to maybe hit 60 <laughs> and <laughs> just completely crushed everything. Is, so, is that just domestic or is that like That's just worldwide? domestic. I mean, yeah, oh, just, wow. just in the United States. So yeah. massive, massive hit and the biggest opening of the year um of the last year and a half to be full um so yeah. i mean just in, insane when you really think about it uh that it was this movie of all things that really did it i mean maybe if black widow wasn't on disney plus at the same time when yeah. it was released in theaters it would have done better than 90 million because it did make 80 and then made like another like 60 million on disney plus that weekend when it came out yeah. so it probably would have done a lot better um but Man, it just it's just good to see because it looks like we're kind of getting back to some normalcy when it comes to the box office um, and these movies. I know our theater was packed. Oh, oh yeah. Both times yeah. I saw it, it looked like it was sold out. I mean, there was I couldn't see anything. And when I saw it the second time, I went early in the morning. I went I was at like the eleven thirty like 
first day in the morning showing and it was completely sold out wow. and then that imax showing i saw was sold out as well so yeah. and that's what i've heard from everybody that saw it they said their theater was packed and wow. so and i'm sure the 90 minute runtime really helped this uh definitely because i think it was able to be played more times throughout the day whereas obviously if the film was two and a half three hours long you could only show it so you many times so much yeah so that definitely played into it so um, and so, like also like it's it's like you know kudos to to andy circus you know like like we all love andy circus and he's super you know famous for being unknown like yeah like he should have won like acting yeah. awards like oh, a yeah. long time ago but hopefully i mean we know he's not going to get any awards for this movie because it's a superhero movie but mm-hmm. like you know yeah, yeah. congratulations no i mean big kudos to him for, i mean stepping in i always find it you know, um, inspiring when somebody steps in to take over kind of a movie, right? To take over a franchise that's already yeah. been established. It's someone else's vision. It's someone else's tone that you kind of have to come in and be like, I can kind of do my own thing, but I have to kind of still keep these fundamentals. Still have to stay, um, yeah. 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 And, formula. and for somebody like an Andy Circus to come in and be like, I'm excited. I want to do this. I mean, that was kind of when he got announced, I was like, damn, Andy Serkis is coming in to take over the sequel. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> but it was also exciting just because this is the king of mocap. Like, I figured he could yeah. really add stuff to Venom and to Carnage and kind of show how to use that mocap suit and stuff. And, and how to really I, do I it, did see something, too, that um, Woody Harrelson was a, he didn't want to voice Carnage. Yeah. Um, and Andy Serkis was just like convincing him, like, no, like, this is like, you know, this is it's a part of you so you know you kind of he just kind of coached him into it type of thing so like you said like it's i think for a motion capture kind of like hero and villain i think you know it's great pick and i think mowgli's dope i don't care what anybody says (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's no jungle book but uh (laughs) you know Uh, i can't wait to see him as alfred so we'll see how that plays out that's exciting (laughs) Um, all right, guys, it's that time. Final thoughts and scores as we wrap this baby down. This will be so much fun to hear from you all on this. Um, so, you know, as we uh, go through and give our wrap-up of Venom, let there be carnage. So, uh, Friggins, I think it'll be the worst, so I will start with you <laughs> to go with your final thoughts and your score. I had to scramble to pull up my letterbox to check what I scored it because I was like, how bad did I go? I can't remember. Um, <laughs> I actually ended up, um, so as far as final thoughts, again, you know, I, I know that, you know, I, I've been the, let me bash this movie voice of this podcast or this, um, YouTube video here. But the thing is, there were a couple moments that I enjoyed when you talked about those jokes. Uh, that was, uh, definitely big impact the after credit scene, was the biggest impact of the entire film. Never have I had, you know, just a couple of minutes completely change an experience of, of, of a film for me. Um, you know, all in all, I didn't, I don't like this franchise as, you know, it, its own story, um, but I can still find some fun moments to kind of make it worth it. Now, it's not a film that I'm going to go and rewatch again. I can tell you right now, I, I haven't watched the first one since the theater. And I probably won't ever watch this movie again unless it happens to be on TV and I got nothing else going on. Um, and it, it, and oh. as I say that, I just want to note that, again, I didn't walk out of the theater. I didn't, you know, it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, so there were some good <laughs> points to it. <laughs> 
Thanks for those kudos. <laughs> yeah, you know. Put uh, that on the poster. It wasn't the worst thing the I've ever seen. But you know, I have to goes, Nobody asked easy. you, Fred. Oh, you literally <laughs> asked me. <laughs> Um, Not after that. <laughs> I I have to speak my piece, and and yes. all that being said, like kudos to them. As as you mentioned, peeps earlier, like they this they did a thing, and I haven't done that thing. And good good job for them. I'm glad it made a ton of money. I'll still be broke over here, um, but at the end of the day, for this show, my opinion is it's not a movie I enjoyed all that much. So I, as far as ratings go, um, out of our five, I did give it two. Uh, not as bad as you know you probably thought, Don. Um, again, it was okay. Had a few moments that were enjoyable, some good laughs. Um, but I have to say that an after credit scene really helped the score because it probably went a little bit lower without it. <laughs> Shame. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peeps, what you got? Final thoughts, score. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it. There's a lot of negative about this, and and you know, I. I had a 25 minute rant about it and I'm not, I'm not going to go into further details on how, you know, we should have seen Venom kill the prisoners uh, along with the, the police officers to actually give us some kind of, you know, scary bad guy. This guy just doesn't, doesn't give an F. Um, You know, I'm not going to get into the whole, what does a red one mean? Like, I just want to know what a why a red one is so such an important violent, one. so violent. <laughs> red is the color of blood. <laughs> you wouldn't be scared of a red one. Rage. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. It's also red the one. color of love, I think. True, true. Do you see red when you love? You know what? I don't want to know. That's <laughs> um depends on how it, hard it, he's loving. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, it had some goods, it had some bads, uh, amazing end credit scene. Um, as I said, though, in a little bit in the beginning, like the end credit scene also kind of messes it up. Cause it's like everything they, they just, they just showed me doesn't really matter. Cause they're probably starting over again. So, but maybe not because they're teasing characters. Toxin, baby, come on. We were ready. Let's go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, I mean overall, like it, it, you know, like I said, well put together movie, great special effects, um, actors were doing the great acting thing. So like, I can't really knock it. Like, I can't just sit and and, and hate it. Just Peeps has a problem. He'll go into a movie having certain expectations, and if those expectations aren't met, he starts creating these how it could have gone, and that isn't really fair. Um, someone kind of semi-wise ones told me, you know, when falling oh. into a movie, and especially if it's not done by the actual, you know, makers of the product, you just gotta shut your brain off and just let the movie take you for a ride. Now, that person, unfortunately, wasn't able to follow their own advice for these this <laughs> franchise, but <laughs> I think it's a fair statement. Let's go into Venom knowing that there's no Spider-Man, knowing that Carnage is going to be different and his relationships. It's a different experience. So with that, um, Peace is going to give it, I'm going to give it three semi-angry symbiotes. Nice. Okay. Not super well, angry, just but like you said, when you said Don DX having the two symbiotes like clashing and destroying the whole city, like 
I didn't even know I wanted that until you mentioned that. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Like that, yes. like yeah. uh, would have been, been, been good. It would have been a whole another great film. To... Yeah, <laughs> maybe that would have been the five star film. But, uh... You got to get on the directing chair for number three, Don. <laughs> ah, some of our viewers person. have their 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 ratings too so. oh yes but uh yeah man so you know like i said we're all over the place on this one so we got a two we got a three and uh like i said i, I had a great time with it i'm gonna be you know final thoughts are just what i said before i feel like if you really like the first film you'll really like this one um, and if you didn't, I don't think you're going to like this one either. Like, I mean, I feel like it's just more of the same. It's kind of taking the first movie and cranking it up a little bit. Uh, if you don't enjoy the the rom-com bitterness of Eddie versus rom-com. Brock and just kind of their romantic, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> it's their, their tense rule, sexual tension uh, that is going on there, then, I mean, I don't know if you'll dig this movie. I mean, like I said, it really starts and ends with that relationship. If you can't get into the Eddie venom dichotomy then i don't know if this is for you it really worked for me the humor worked for me the action worked for me and i had a blast with it so at the end of the day i came in at a 4.5 uh for this one for me um like i said i didn't quite hit the five i almost went to the five but because of the runtime because of the things we talked about shriek and you know kind of just i wanted more action scenes especially between venom and carnage i couldn't quite get there fully but it was close, man. I mean, like I said, it's just a yeah. fun watch. And to me, at the end of the day, when I leave a movie theater, I just want to be entertained. The movies that I walk out kind of depressed on are the movies that I feel drag or the movies that I find so boring and the movies that I'm just like, come on, something needs to happen. I felt like this movie's pacing was just going and going and it was laugh and it was action and it was laughing and it was action. And it was just, it just had what I needed to get me through. And I really, really enjoyed it. So um so yeah guys there you go i mean we're man you could i don't think we've had a movie that's been this kind of for for a long time uh two star or three star or four and a half star um so there you go we're all over the place but hey it gives you something for everyone uh what did you guys think there at home there of you listening let us know um what you believe this movie ranks in your world uh in your star scale so all righty Let's wrap this baby up. This Am I Still on the Air? Venom Let There Be Carnage spoiler review. So as always, we need to talk about where can the people find y'all? So I'm going to start with you peeps. Let them know where and what you're doing and where the people can find you. You can find me, of course, at reddragonsradio.com in case you're, you you want to you want to find some things but also on the on the uh, twitter's uh number for my people's for my people's you know hop on holla at me i throw my episodes i throw this guy's uh show on there and uh you know occasion friggins and uh, i will you know come together and we'll we'll start hooting and hollering mostly positive though you know this is <laughs> yes. a, this is a very unique uh, experience you know we're not we're not grumpy sallies all the time but yes uh um if you want to google's the the people's forum uh that that is the name of my show uh two e's on people's and uh yeah yeah check it out check it out friggins what you got well i also happen to show up every now and again on reddragonsradio.com typically here 
uh, on Am I Still on the Air? Um, but also, with as Peeps mentioned on the People's Forum, I get invited over there. Currently, we're wrapping up our Star Wars Vision discussion, which is pretty fun. So be sure to check uh, the, the For My People's posts for updates on those. Um, I'm also available on Twitter and Instagram. Real simple, because it's the same thing for both. That's <laughs> at Friggins, F-R-I-G-G-I-N-Z. Friggins with a Z. Um, right there. Oh. Wait, that way. Oh, <laughs> the screens are backwards. Um, and, uh, you know, also, uh, occasionally, if you do, uh, if you are into D&D, we live stream our one of our D&D games. Um, that's over on twitch.tv slash mead and friends, M-E-A-D, mead and friends. We do that typically every other Saturday, uh, but, you know, because of people's schedules and stuff like that, we have to adjust that. But, you know, keep an eye on that. Follow me on Twitter. I'll show up some uh, send out some posts on that. Yeah, buddy. Well, thanks, guys, once again. Uh, the show, of course, Am I on the Air? Follow it on Twitter as well, all one word. And you can, of course, follow me on Twitter, L one word as well, DX Don Mega, uh, bringing you guys the Am I on the Air? Am I still on the air? And of course, am I on the air? Quick bites as well. So make sure you subscribe to everything. You can see all the stuff there at the bottom. Am I on the air.com will bring you to all of it. Um, and uh, yeah, so thanks for joining us on this live breakdown of Am I Still on the Air? The Venom Let There Be Carnage spoiler review. And said uh, it. until next time, y'all. Peace. Bye bye. Red Dragon!